What is up guys, it is Quinn here back with another video and today I'm going to be wrapping up my best draft strategy videos. So over the last few days I've put out two different videos. The first one was talking about the best draft strategy from picks one through four and then the other one was pick five through eight. Today we're going to be wrapping it up with picks nine through pick 12. So just going through some of the best players to target kind of at each spot in each round, round one, round two, three, four, I think we even get into five and then talking about where I'd be drafting quarterbacks where I'd be drafting tight ends, and then going through a few mock drafts, picking from each spot. So a mock from round 10, 11, 12, and then 9. I don't know why I started at 10 there, but 9 through 12. So we're just going to be jumping into it right away. Starting off here in round 1, I'm using 4 for 4 ADP to kind of gauge where players are going. It's basically consensus rankings of a bunch of different platforms. So right now, if you're picking at the number 9 spot, and you're getting someone like Jamar Chase to fall to you, if you have Dalvin Cook there... I think these are both very solid players to be drafting there. Najee Harris, he's someone I'm okay with drafting at like the 11-12 spot. I'm not a huge Najee Harris guy. I wouldn't be taking him at the 109. He's someone I would rather have like very end of round one, kind of round two turn area. I'm totally cool going after Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. I think they're both really strong picks like late first round. And then if you can get them on the turn, another really solid value. And then same thing here. Joe Mixon, I think he's a guy who should be going at the turn. I prefer him in round two, but you know, if you're getting him like pick 12, pick 11, totally cool with that. I think Travis Kelsey going after him, I wouldn't pick him in the first round. Same thing with CD Lamb, but you know, there are players who are kind of going at that one, two turn, but now getting into the second round, I'd obviously feel a lot more comfortable going after your guys like Travis Kelsey and CD Lamb. If you're getting him basically anywhere from pick like 13 to pick what, like 16, I feel like those are very, very fair prices. Another guy I'd definitely be targeting in the second round is DeAndre Swift. I would potentially be taking him at the back end of the first round. So if you can get him at like the 201, 202, 203, or 204, I definitely love that price for DeAndre Swift. And then you could be considering players like Debo Samuel or Aaron Jones here. Personally, I would rather be taking a guy like Saquon Barkley at the 204 over Debo or Aaron Jones. But other than that, I feel like ADP is pretty spot on here. You can see the players who are going a little bit after your pick, guys like Aaron Jones and Mark Andrews. These guys I wouldn't be super in on, but I don't think it's like the worst pick early on in the second round. Now jumping into round three, this is a spot where I think the picks can get a little bit iffy at this turn. I think if you're picking like early to mid uh, first round, then you're going like late to mid second, early to mid third. I feel like the value holds pretty solidly there. If you get to the back end of the third round, I do think the value can kind of fall off. So it is important to look at what players you're targeting here. One guy that I would be avoiding at this spot is Ezekiel Elliott. Right now he's being drafted in the mid-third round. I just think that's too early when you're looking at younger guys like Brees Hall and Travis Etienne go much later than that. A guy I would be targeting here is James Conner at the 308. Another guy, Michael Pittman here. If Michael Pittman's going back into the third. I'm all over that price tag. And then same thing with other wide receivers like Jalen Waddell or DJ Moore. Basically, what you can see here is there's a few running backs I'm going to be looking at. Guys like Connor, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne. And then I'm interested in the wide receivers. And then a guy like Kyle Pitts, if he does fall to here. What I'm not going to be interested in is going after these running backs like Zeke, David Montgomery, even getting into round four. Like I don't love George Kittle or Darren Waller early fourth round. I think those are players who should be going more like back end of the fourth round kind of four or five turn area. So Kyle Pitts is really the only tight end I'd be targeting at this three, four turn. 
I'd be passing on guys like Kittle and Waller. I'd be considering wide receivers like Terry McLaurin in round four. I love Deontay Johnson, uh, either late third round or early fourth round. I think he's a strong pick here. But then once again, fading running backs like Cam Akers. Wouldn't be super interested in Mike Williams here. But if you're getting into like mid fourth round, I would be considering him. So kind of the general gist here, targeting running backs like James Conner, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, going after some wide receivers, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman, Waddle, all these guys, and then fading some of these dead zone running backs, the ones whose profiles I just do not think are as solid, and the ones who are just being drafted because they can get a certain amount of volume. Those are not the players I want to be looking at. Now moving over to like the five, six turn, starting off in round five, I will not be drafting Dalton Schultz in round five. I just think it's way too early. You also see TJ Hawkinson on this list at the 601. These guys should not be going in the 5-6 range. No shot. I'm spending draft capital on them here. What you can see is that all the players in green here, this is what I'm going after. I'm going after the wide receivers, guys like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Marquise Brown, Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin. These aren't even players who I thought I was going to be super in on. Like on underdog, I'm much lower on Sutton, much lower on Judy, also lower on A-Rob. But I mean, at these prices, like going in the late fifth round, I'll be over all these wide receivers, even a guy like Amari Cooper, I'm okay with. So I think in that range, you're looking at the wide receiver position, unless there's like some insane value somewhere else. And now jumping into the quarterback prices, if you watch the other two videos, these are basically the same things, but just kind of going through it for every single one. Josh Allen's the guy I'm looking at at the four or five turn. Then I have a pretty decent tier of quarterbacks with Lamar, Kyler, Justin Herbert, these are guys who I'm cool taking in the fifth or sixth round. I'd obviously prefer the sixth. If you're at the five, six turn, I think you have a decent shot at getting one of these guys. Patrick Mahomes, I'd be taking him in the sixth round. Probably not going to have a ton of shares of him at that price. Jalen Hurts, I'm taking in the sixth. He's someone that I think would be a solid like early sixth round pick the way your draft is laying out. Trey Lance, seventh, eighth round. I think in casual leagues, you'll be able to get him much lower, but I think that's a fair price for him. And then that next tier of like Burrow, Wilson, Brady, I'm looking at those players in the eighth round. Then switching over to the tight ends, Kelsey, we talked about early second round is solid. Mark Andrews, probably not going to be looking at him based on where you're picking here because I would take him mid to late second round. Kyle Pitts is definitely someone who could be in play at the three, four turn. Waller and Kittle talked about how I don't love him in the fourth. If They somehow fall to the late fifth. I mean, take advantage of that all day. I just don't really see it happening a ton. Dalton Schultz, late 7th round, early 8th round. That 7-8 turn, probably not something you're going to be getting, I think, in a lot of leagues, but that's where I'd value him. And then we start getting to these later round guys, Hawkinson, Knox, Goddard, 8th, ninth round, Ertz, ninth, 10th. At that point, if you don't have a Kelsey, you don't have a Pitts, you're kind of just figuring it out as you go. So just something to think about there. And then this is also something that I showed in other videos just talking about targets that you may be able to get in around six and seven. At this point, ADP is all over the place. So it's not like you'll be like, okay, this is a player who was going late round six, early round seven. It's just not that easy to figure out. So these are players I'm looking at. Chris Godwin, AJ Dillon, Amon Ra, Juju, Darnell Mooney, Michael Thomas, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Devonta Smith. As you can see, a ton of wide receivers I really like in this range. And then looking at rounds eight and nine, we have players like Tony Pollard, Trey Lance, Drake London, Brandon Ayuk, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Ramondre Stevenson, and Traylon Burks. So keep an eye out for those players. Now let's jump into some mock drafts. 
We're going to start it off here with the ninth pick. Keep in mind, these are pretty standard roster setups. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. So here at the 109, we see Jamar Chase fall to us. Jamar Chase is going at the 109. I'm going to be drafting him there all day long. Oh, also, and then half point PPR. Not sure if I mentioned that. But we go with Saquon Barkley here in the second round. This was honestly a pretty tough call between Saquon and C.D. Lamb. I just favored Saquon here, get my first running back, because I wasn't sure if I'd be able to get another one in like the third and fourth round, just depending on how the draft fell. So luckily for us, we actually have T. Higgins fall to us in like the late third round, taking that value all day long. He's someone I would draft at like the 2-3 turn. So getting him later to like mid-third round, love that price. Then we get Travis Etienne in the early fourth round. At this point in the draft, if I don't take Travis Etienne, there's not going to be a running back that I like on the board basically until like round seven, round eight. So I feel like I needed to go there. I think the value is there also. So I'm very cool at that start. Starting off with our wide receivers, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, same team, do not care. Then running back Saquon Barkley and Travis Etienne. Then we get to round five here. I don't really love what's on the board, right? Like we can get a wide receiver, but I do feel confident one of them can fall to us. I remember thinking that I'd get at least Rashad Bateman or Darnell Mooney to come back around. So we go with Lamar Jackson here, get the elite quarterback a little earlier than I'd like to take him, but I think I'm cool at that price. Unfortunately, Rashad Bateman and Darnell Mooney both got drafted before us. So we still had Jerry Judy there, which I think is a solid pick. He's someone I'm not going to have a ton of shares of, but at the 604, the value is too good to pass up. So basically that fills up our entire starting lineup, except for the tight end position. We hit Devonta Smith in the seventh. Then we get CEH as our running back three. Then we go Olave. We secured Dawson Knox as our uh, tight end one. He's what he's basically my favorite late round option. Then we finish up the draft with Julio Jones, Jamal Williams, and Ty Davis Price. Now moving into the mock draft for the 10 pick, we see Devontae Adams is our guy here. So a bunch of running backs come off the board, the three wide receivers, Cup, Jefferson, Chase. At this point, I prefer Devontae Adams over Najee Harris and Joe Mixon. So we go with Devontae Adams. Then we see DeAndre Swift fall back to us here at the 203. I'll be smashing that draft button on DeAndre Swift at the 203. So once again, we go wide receiver running back with Adams and DeAndre Swift. Then we see Kyle Pitts available here at the 310. He was someone where I'd like to get him in the fourth round. I just didn't think he was going to fall there. We get an elite tight end just to kind of see how this draft plays out. Then we get Deontay Johnson at the 403. Love Deontay Johnson here. Follow it up with Marquise Brown. Then we actually get an elite quarterback in Kyler in the sixth round. So I love the way this draft started out. Elite quarterback, elite running back, three really strong wide receivers, and then one really strong running back. So at this point, we have our entire starting lineup minus our running back two. We get Juju Smith-Schuster in the seventh. Then we follow it up with Tony Pollard and James Cook. I feel confident that one of those guys can plug in and be a suitable running back two. Then we go Sky Moore, Kenneth Gainwell, Julio Jones, and Dearness Johnson. So I really like how we kind of powered up on the quarterback and tight end positions there. These are probably the guys you're going to be looking at. Kyle Pitts at that 3-4 turn, and then Kyler Murray going in the sixth round. I do think there are situations where you may miss out on like running back studs. Like It's tough to get three really, really strong running backs here because I think then you lose out on value at wide receiver, and then you start to reach in the third round. So you just kind of have to make up for it in other spots. Here at the... Uh, 11th pick in our next mock draft. We start off going with Diggs and Devontae Adams. I love that turn at the 111 and the 202. 
I'm totally cool taking that all day long. And then the running back situation really works out for us in the third and fourth round. We get James Conner, and then we get Travis Etienne. We go back to wide receiver with Rashad Bateman in the fifth. Then we get Lamar Jackson in the early sixth round. We hit Devonta Smith, CEH, Kadarius Toney. We get Dawson Knox as our late round tight end. The one thing I will say is that there aren't a ton of outs at the tight end position. So if you're not grabbing Kelsey in round two, and then if you're not grabbing Pitts at the 3-4 turn, you're probably going to be going late round tight end, which I think is fine. You know, whereas in other spots in the draft, second, or I guess like mid first, early first round, you could be looking at Mark Andrews, basically anywhere from like mid second to early third round. Then you're looking at Kittle and Waller in that like late fourth, early fifth range. So I just feel like you have a few more options to hit a tight end. Maybe you're even looking Pitts mid uh, second round. So it's just a little bit of a difference. Well, you can see here, we dominate every other position. We snag Dawson Knox in the 10th round. Then we wrap it up with Khalil Herbert, Julio Jones, and then Alberto as our tight end two. And then into the final mock draft, we're picking at the turn, the 112 spot. We go Devontae Adams, DeAndre Swift back to back. I think that's a really solid start. Then we snag Brees Hall in the third round. I wasn't crazy about the value in the fourth round here with this pick. I would love to go Deontay Johnson. I would be cool to go with maybe another running back, maybe not, but we end up getting DJ Moore here. I think that's okay. We go with Moore, we go with Waddle, we go with Sutton. I think any of those guys are solid picks. Then we get Marquise Brown in the fifth. We go Kyler Murray at the 601. We go back to Elijah Moore at the wide receiver position. This point, four really strong wide receivers, two strong running backs, a strong quarterback. Then we get Tony Pollard and Damian Pierce back to back. We go Sky Moore. Then we kind of miss out on the tight end position here. We were in this spot where it's like, we didn't get TJ Hawkinson. We could have gone with a uh, tight end here with this guy Moore pick. We don't. Then unfortunately, Ertz and Dawson Knox come off the board. So we go back to back with Pat Fryermuth and Alberto at tight end. I don't love the way that played out, but you know, sometimes that's what happens. And then we finish it up with Julio Jones. So you can get stuck in a weird spot where you maybe don't get the late round tight end you want. That's kind of what happened here. But I still think overall the team is very strong, basically everywhere else besides the tight end position. And I think Fryermuth can be a suitable back end tight end one. And then Alberto is kind of like that upside shot. But that is going to wrap it up for this one. The best draft strategy from when you're picking from picks 9 to pick 12. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.